Does quarantine have you stuck in a long distance relationship? Are you curious to know what it takes to make it through? Well, in this episode, Emily and I talk about how we survived four plus years of long distance dating. Spoiler alert, we're getting married. Hey everyone and welcome back to Questions Unanswered. My name is Josue. Across from me is Emily Hardy. You know her as the host of this show for the most part, but this time we're kind of switching things up a little bit and I'll be asking some of the questions. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to survive long distance relationships. See, Emily and I, we've been dating now for uh, five years and some change. We recently got engaged in November and 95% of our relationship has been long distance yeah. and we're going to kind of unpack that a little bit what you know what we learned about ourselves just a quick disclaimer we're obviously not experts but we're hoping that by telling our story we might help someone out out there um yeah just want to say that cool all right so let's get right into it emily what would you say was the most challenging part of doing long distance relationships Man, like everything <laughs> No, I think the one of the things that kind of pops into my mind first was uh, communication. You know that saying that it, you'll make time for whatever you think is important mm -hmm. or however mm -hmm. it goes. I I agree to a certain extent. I think for the most part that's true. But I think there's sometimes we just don't have the time um, in in the day to like make time to FaceTime and call for an hour or whatever. So I think that was something that was challenging because when we did talk I was kind of taking it more as a chore mm -hmm. or kind of like checking something off my list of like okay talk to this and I have to do this homework not to read this book mm -hmm. um so I think that kind of was a challenge in that you know I, it became a chore instead of something yeah. that I enjoyed doing or that yeah. I that we found it like helpful to our right. relationship right yeah I think I think we were kind of in a unique situation for sure in the sense that long distance for us might have been easier if you know we both had jobs established and things like that but you were in the thick of your master's program mm -hmm. and you're in a city that you've never been in before so you're meeting people and you're having all these new experiences and and, and things like that so can you tell us a little bit about the challenge there of kind of having a life uh separate from from your partner what and, and what, what that was like yeah and i mean it was a challenge for both of us i'd say because you're here and you're doing you know you have an established job but you're still meeting people you're still having your own life kind of thing mm -hmm. um and i think the challenge with that is just trying to include your partner in like a life that you're having where they can't physically be there to meet your friends to meet or to like do activities together to go out for a meal um, i think that's a challenging part that you just don't have your partner there and so there's a lot of aspects of your life that although you might want to include them it's like well you're not here I can't yeah you know it, it's yeah. hard to do that yeah for sure so we I think I'd say uh, one of the first keys that we learned from ourselves in you know looking back now is being able to give each other room to breathe in the relationship and yeah. kind of being okay and comfortable with recognizing that your partner your significant other has a life separate from your own yeah and at least for me that wasn't a difficult thing in the sense that um 
I think that kind of came really naturally to me, either like you like you're saying, because I had a, an established job or just because my personality type doesn't isn't the kind that, you know, needs constant communication and and, and a lot of attention. And so um, I think that definitely helped us in that mm-hmm. sense. But would you agree that you kind of have to learn to be uh, OK with yeah. your partner having a, a life separate? Well, and this? like, you know how they a lot of people, you know, some of the cliche tips are just like, oh, make sure you talk every day on the phone. Mm. Like, although I find that that is helpful for some couples. Like, I know I have friends that, you know, were, would talk every day or would have kind of like FaceTime dates or whatever. Um, it also puts like some negative pressure, I would say, for people that like us that we just didn't can find the time to do it every day or have like a set schedule because mm-hmm. then I, then guilt comes you know and you're like oh man like maybe it should be you know making an hour long time break to like talk or whatever mm-hmm. so i i don't know that i would say but in your follow. case in your case that was unrealistic yeah right that's what i'm saying like yeah. it, it if anything those t- type of like cliche like oh talk every day on the phone like might mm-hmm. have brought more negative hmm. you know hmm. type of things yeah for like sure like guilt or or just kind of feeling like you weren't doing enough and for sure for sure and and for us there were other challenges with with communication you know we're, we're both millennials you just snuck in because otherwise you'd be like <laughs> i'm still Gen millennial Z or no, something no, no. but um uh the the challenge for us was when it when it came to communicating was you know, you like to communicate through text. It's just the quickest way to do it. Yeah, it's a fast, simple way. Hey, right. shoot somebody a text, let, let them know what's going on. Um, but I think what we, looking back, discovered about ourselves is that although texting each other is a fast and quick way to stay in touch, it didn't necessarily help us when we had more significant things to talk about yeah no that's definitely something that looking back is you know a tip we would give people that are in this situation to leave kind of like either discussions or disagreement or just you know things that are more serious for phone at least conversations because you know you can you can't read tone or you can't read facial expressions through a text so i feel like a lot of the times some things would escalate more than necessary just because we were just reading each other's and, and assuming kind of mm-hmm. like what that mm-hmm. or reading it in whatever tone of voice we wanted to. Mm-hmm. So that multiple times would escalate things more than necessary. We're just like a quick phone call. You know, maybe you don't have time and you don't have an hour of time to like sit down and talk about something, but maybe a quick phone call to clear things up might've been useful and mm-hmm. avoiding some of those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or even just, you know, FaceTime, a phone call, mm-hmm. a Snapchat's better than text, I would say. Yeah. At least you can see the face. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally, totally. But definitely 100% yeah. would say, hey, at the very least, call your partner <laughs> if it's going to be a serious discussion. Yeah. That way you don't leave room for misinterpretation or just, you know, any other issues that might come along, mm-hmm. you know, with something like that. For sure. Cool. Um, I think something else that... Uh, you know, that, that that can be said about surviving long distance relationship is something that is cliche, but um, it ties into the fact that uh, that what we mentioned earlier about being comfortable with each other, having a, a life unique mm-hmm. um, and distinct from your partner. And that is the element of trust. Right. Um, which plays such a such a big and significant role, because if there isn't trust or if there's trust that's been broken, um 
you know, that can definitely lead to some uh, just really uncomfortable, tense situations. You're just, you're you just don't sitting have there peace. imagining things. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. oh, you know, are they meeting some people over there? Right. That, you know, right. Am I just a placeholder? Like that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, if, but I don't think that was ever an issue. Like, for, at least for me, like, for I never, us. yeah. 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 And again, I think that may have just been part of our personality type. Right. Are there any other things that you would add on to this conversation of, of surviving long? distance relationships hmm but yeah i feel like it, this is not so much a tip as it is more just something we found throughout discussing it you know after the fact but i think you know at certain points i wasn't really feeling like the relationship was going anywhere i feel like maybe at some points you didn't feel that either mm-hmm. um and it's funny or maybe not funny but it's interesting that i think we kind of quote unquote survived because we almost like gave the baton mm-hmm. you know back and yeah. forth to each yeah. other um, where one of the of us would be more interested in like keeping the relationship going and being more um, intentional about doing you know certain things, and then the other one might not be feeling it at the time, but yeah. then kind of switching that role back and forth. Um, yeah, and I and I would have to say, you know, in in the bigger picture, that that kind of speaks to another reality that in relationship there's kind of an ebb and flow to things, mm-hmm. you know not every day is is an amazing day and not every day are you at like your at your best and mm-hmm. you know every relationship goes through difficult you know situations and, and challenges and so to to somehow have the expectation built in us that every day is just going to be an amazing day sets us up for failure you know because then we wake up one day and and things didn't go our way or we didn't feel like the other person reciprocated the way we wanted to. And that just creates sometimes unrealistic expectations Mm -hmm. that can do more damage than, than good. So yeah, I definitely agree. There's kind of a, a a dance that takes place in in relationships, you know, uh, throughout. And, and, and I think, you know, learning to, you know, be comfortable with that dance Mm -hmm. is something that, you know, to a certain extent, we're still, you know, we're still, we're still doing even, even now. And I think also something that kind of helped us was having um, like not activities, but like visits planned, Mm -hmm. you know, in long distance. I know we're kind of quote unquote lucky that we were close enough where we could, you know, drive six hours or however many it was to see each other on the weekends or whenever. Um, I know a lot of people don't have that where they're like in different countries or whatever the case is. But um, I think that helped, you know, kind of having someone something to look forward to. Because I know when we were together, like physically in the same, you know, city or whatever, it was a lot. It was like nothing had happened and like no time had passed from that first couple months of us, you know, starting dating and kind of that honeymoon. Um, So definitely the distance was kind of the struggle there, like the physical distance, Mm -hmm. not being in the same place at the same time. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, just having some, you know, planned activity to look forward Mm -hmm. to. If possible, like I think that's definitely something that kept us going mm-hmm. in the four years that we've been apart, mm-hmm. four plus years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Well, Emily, thank you so much for joining me again here at Questions Unanswered. And for those of you watching, we hope that this has been helpful as you kind of navigate maybe your own long distance relationship. And, and we hope things are going better for you than they, <laughs> you know, went for us. Yeah. Uh, for sure, you know, there were some challenging moments there, but we're happy to be 
where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to getting married, you know, real soon here. And so we'll talk about that in a future podcast. And yeah, we just want to remind you to like, follow, comment, subscribe to this channel. It'll go a long way toward helping us get the word out about this podcast. If you have any questions, any comments, feel free to leave those in the comment section below. And we look forward to hearing from you. After all, this is not a definitive answer on how to survive long distance relationships. I'm sure that there are lots of good tips and things like that from from you guys. So we'd love to hear from you. And we'll, we'll see you in the next episode.